You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. And if you are a new listener, welcome to the show. I hope this is the first of many episodes that you tune in for. Today's topic is something that came up when I asked for ideas on Twitter. And one of the things that I heard back from several different people was thoughts on selling on eBay. There was different strategies to use when listing cards. There was a question about ways to protect yourself from returns and those types of things. And I thought, well, I will touch on a few more points that I haven't really hit on on the strategies that I use when I list cards on eBay. And so I want you to take this not as the way to do it, because there are people out there that list on eBay that have far bigger online stores than me and have been doing it far longer than I have, but think of it more as a way to do it. And I'm going to share some of the strategies and the tactics and the approaches that I take when I'm listing my cards, things that have worked for me. I think there's still room for improvement, but I at least want to share uh, some different strategies or approaches that you might want to consider when selling on eBay or ramping up your eBay business. But before I do that, I want to welcome back as a sponsor, Underdog Collectibles. They had been a sponsor for a good portion of 2020, took a little bit of a break, but they are back sponsoring the show, and so I want to welcome Underdog Collectibles back to the show. They are an online shop run by collectors for collectors. They break multiple times per week, and some of the things that they're breaking now are Topps Triple Threads, uh, Luminance Football, Contenders, they've got some Optics still run in there, Spectra. Tops Chrome Ben Baller. So they've got kind of things all over the board. Check out udogcollect.com if you are looking to buy some singles. They've got singles listed on the site as well as hop in, in on any of their breaks that they run three nights per week. So welcome back, Underdog Collectibles. Hi, this is Greg from the Rebel Base Card Podcast, and you are listening to Mike Summer on the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. All right, let's dig into a few things about the way that I think about listing on eBay, a little bit of my listing strategy. First, let's talk about how much I list and how often should you list. And it really partially depends on how big of an inventory you have that you need to get out there and how much you want to pay for a store if you're going to go with the store approach. But for me, I've got maybe a moderate amount. And so my listing strategy is I try to list around three to five new listings a day. Why? There's a few reasons. I guess partially because I want it to develop into a routine and or habit. I want it to be kind of a regular occurrence. I don't want to get lazy with proactively getting things listed and onto the site. By trying to do three to five, that's a manageable number for me doesn't take that long maybe 10 or 15 minutes at the most and it is able to build that habit and routine for me it also keeps fresh inventory coming into the store as far as i understand it from what i've read regular regularly adding new listings can help with the ebay algorithm to get your listings 
on the top of the list when there's competing listings out there. And so by regularly adding new listings, my understanding is that helps build your storefront and the algorithm so that those items are displayed closer to the top of the list, easier for people to see. More eyeballs equals more sales. The next thing I wanna talk a little bit is about the way that I do my descriptions. The most important thing for me is to be accurate and be detailed. And both in the description and the title for that matter, it, nothing drives me more crazy on eBay than when people put misleading stuff in the title. When they're listing a regular card and they put no auto, just so that they think the auto will pick up in, in um, the search algorithm and get more people listing. That kind of stuff drives me crazy. So in both your title and your description, be accurate and be detailed. Help people understand what it is that you've got for sale. Think about what they might want to know about that card and include it in the listing. Make it readable and informative. I don't put emojis and all that kind of stuff in my titles. I think that kind of stuff is annoying. But And also clearly outline your shipping options in the description. What do you ship free? Do you charge for shipping? Is it free in a top loader and white envelope? Like are you going to send it PWE or are you going to send it first class bubble mailer or priority. Put that kind of stuff out there. Don't surprise people. You know, there's ways to ship good first class bubble mailers. There's ways to ship good via PWE. The most important thing is that your customer knows the way that you're going to ship it, that they're not expecting one thing and then getting another. Also in the description, I like to call out specific serial numbers. There are some people that like to collect serial numbered cards all of the same serial number. So they all want to get 42 out of 100 or 42 out of whatever print run there is. And so I always call out the specific serial number in both the title and description. Now with the suspension of ComC Basic, at least temporarily here, I've really started to add a bigger number of under $10 items, and I've had some success over the last couple months with those lower dollar kind of mid-range items. And so I've had a lot of success with that 5 to $10 range. That's not something I, I was doing as often in the past. Those were often things that I would just send on to ComC and, and wait the, the month to two months to get those up on the site. But with their suspension of basic, I've been listing those things on eBay as well. And so really, if you look at my store now, I've got a run of everything from a couple dollars all the way up to, you know, probably a hundred dollar plus a few items that are a hundred dollar plus on my listings. And so I've really been thinking about my eBay listings with a full range of price points more than I had done in the past. If you listen to some of the past episodes where I broke down my sport lots, my ComC, and my eBay strategy, over the last couple months, I've really expanded that uh, pricing strategy or the types of cards that I would list on eBay to take advantage of that. Next up is pictures. Make sure those pictures are as clear and as close as possible. Some people use a scanner, and I think that works great, that's fine. Um, but I think for a lot of cards, especially lower dollar cards, just taking pictures on your phone is fine as, as long as you get them clear and that you can see what it is you're looking at and you can get a clear view of the corners and edges and that type of thing. If you've got time, yeah, go ahead and use a scanner. If you've got a big ticket item, for sure, go ahead and use that scanner. But I would recommend 
putting on pictures of both the front and back, especially of any car that is condition sensitive or, you know, maybe has a, a $10 or more value. Those are, those are the strategies that I use for pictures. A few people asked about auctions and the strategy of auctions, and there's a lot of people that love to run 99-cent auctions and, and get them out there, but with auctions, there is a lot to when you start and end your auctions. For me, I rarely use them, and partially because I don't want to pay the extra amount to schedule them and start them at the appropriate time. Most of the time that I've got to list things on eBay is early in the morning, and that is not a good time to start and end an auction. And with most of my cards still being on the relatively low end of things, I think that extra fee that you have to pay to, to schedule that listing eats into my margin too much. If I was listing a bunch of cards that would likely end in the hundreds of dollar range, yeah, that extra... 15 cents or 30 cents or whatever it is to schedule your auction would not be a big deal. But when I'm selling cards that might end in that six, seven dollar range or eight or nine dollar range, that's not really, you know, an extra expense that I want to pay. And I've had good luck with buy it now or best offers. But auctions can be a good strategy or a good approach depending on your own setup and your own time and availability if you're willing to pay that extra little bit to get them scheduled auctions can be a good way to list it's just not something that i've used personally very often finally i just touched on it but buy it now or best offer i always allow offers some people complain about getting lowball offers, but you can set an auto decline so that if it is an offer that comes in that's under a certain threshold, the eBay system just automatically declines it. Might as well take advantage of that if you're going to get um, frustrated by people making lowball offers. That stuff does happen. You know, when I get an offer that I want to counter, I often provide comments. Some people, when I make an offer to somebody, some people will just either directly counter or directly decline. When somebody makes me an offer, I typically will try to provide some comments and provide some thoughts, you know, to help people understand, hey, you know, I'm offering free shipping on this item. If I accept your offer, I'm down to barely clearing 50 cents, and that's just not something that I can do. Or sometimes I will say, hey, this was a $9 item. I was going to ship it as a bubble mailer. I can accept six dollars for that item if you're willing to let me ship it pwe and i include that in my counter offer and, and a lot of times that helps get the deal done the, the people are fine with getting their item in pwe they're able to save quite a bit i'm able to reduce my shipping expense by shipping it pwe versus a bubble mailer and we both end up winning i typically will try to provide comments when i make a counter offer to somebody who's made me an offer and you know um that leads to more engagement like I said, it typically lets us get a deal done. You know, I'm typically setting that buy it now or best offer price at or below recent eBay sales with shipping included, which brings me to my final point. I think I said the buy it now or best offer was my final point, but this is the final topic that I'm going to discuss today, and that is the debate on whether or not you should include free shipping. And people come down on both sides of this. Most of my items include free shipping. I just think it's more simple and straightforward for the customer. 
They don't have to go in and calculate extra. How much is shipping going to be? They don't have to take those extra steps to know if my price is a good price and a competitive price. I want to reduce that friction as much as possible. And for me, for most items, that means including free shipping so that the customer doesn't have to think about it. Now, there's a few items that I don't do free shipping on, and those are typically things that are bulkier that will charge a little bit more or cost a little bit more for me to ship, but the value of the item itself isn't all that great. And I want to make sure that I've got some room to negotiate on the price of the actual item, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to lose out on shipping. I'm not going to take a loss on the item because the shipping cost ends up eating into that overall cost. Sometimes for those types of items, it's hard for a customer to differentiate between the cost of the item itself and the recognition that it's going to be an expensive item to ship. And so in those types of situations, I will often split up and actually charge shipping on that item. So there are some more inexpensive things like uh, starting lineups, which you can't really just slap in a bubble mailer because the packaging gets crushed. You know, so think about things like starting lineups or um, some other smaller um, or, or complete sets that um, aren't worth a ton, some junk wax complete sets that aren't worth a ton themselves, but the shipping on on complete sets can add up. Some of those types of things I will often um, charge shipping for, but for the most part, I use free shipping. So that's what I've got for you today. Those topics kind of hit on a variety of eBay selling related questions that I've gotten via direct message on Twitter and email and Um, some Facebook messages, and so that kind of encompasses all of those random eBay questions that I've gotten over the last several weeks. And so I thought I'd just put the episode together, share my approach, like I said at the beginning. I'm not saying that's the only way. I'm not even saying that's the best way, but for sure it's the way that I've been approaching it, and it's been working for me, and so hopefully you can pick up something from there that will help you with your eBay sales as well. If you've got any other thoughts, tips, strategies, or approaches that you've got, if you want a clarifying question on something that I shared, reach out to me at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Feel free to send me a message on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. When I post this link on Twitter, feel free to reply in that thread. We can all learn together. Like I said, there are more things that we can put into play that are going to help us all be better eBay sellers. So please feel free to reach out and let me know what your thoughts are. And finally, I'd just like to remind you to leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. I'd really appreciate it. Like I have always say, I love getting the feedback from you and it definitely helps people find the show. And so please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Well, that is all I've got for you today. I will catch you next time.